joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. We would want once more in this week, that is the first week of the month of March, the month that is dedicated to the woman, but this is not the topic of my message, but in this message, the woman has an appointment with war. We greet all of you in the name of the Overcomer. I would love that he may give victory to all who are following us on their local respective radios of their nations and those who faithfully listen to us online. Once more, receive our victorious greetings. I would love to speak to you today on a topic entitled The War is Certain but Not the Enemy's Victory. The War is Certain but Not the Enemy's Victory. And I would love to read the Word of God in Jeremiah chapter 1. It is God who is informing His servant on the attacks that he was going to sustain. I'd love to inform the earth today that if the attacks that the earth has sustained and that will sustain again and again, I love our beloved friend, the Apostle Paul, who says, in all these things we are more than conquerors, by the one who has loved us. The earth is loved by the one who created it. Sometimes the earth is not aware of the love that God has for her. The victory of the earth over the enemies of the earth comes from the one who loves the earth as a whole. And that is why if men and women want to be in the cup of the one who loves the earth, they need to love the earth and to not rejoice over the unfortunate events of the earth. The Lord is informing his servant, the prophet Jeremiah, on the attacks that he was going to endure, but without the victory of his assailants, no matter the attacks that you are experiencing from the wicked, cruel, criminal warrior. He will not prevail over you because victory belongs to the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 18 For behold, I have made you this day a fortified city and an iron pillar. An iron pillar. Hallelujah. 
and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against its princes, against its priests, and against the people of the land. He was dealing with all this category of people in, in this land where we are. There are people who used to call themselves loners. There is no loner. There is only those who have faith that can be called truly a loner. There is someone in this country who is calling himself a loner, but afterwards he changed his speech and said, alone one can do nothing, but with his people one can succeed. There is no loner in this war. There is no one who can be proud and boast in the face of the enemies. It is the only one who has faith in the one who has a victory for his servants and for his people. God has victory for his servants of the earth. Wherever that you are, you will never be defeated like Jeremiah. And that is why I say the war is certain, but not the enemy's victory. God has a victory for his people and for his church. And that is why after informing his servant about the people that he was going to confront, he was established in order to be confronted. That is why I said it through Jesus in one of my messages. You will have tribulations in the world. In other words, you will be confronted in the world. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. I love to inform the earth that Jesus is the overcomer of what attacks the earth. And that is why I believe the angels sang glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. Jesus came in order to take up the challenge of the battles of the earth. He is the shepherd of the nations. You are under attack. There are times you are surrounded by wars. And verse 19 of Jeremiah chapter 1. They will fight. They will fight. They, plural. They will fight against you. The people of the land, the kings, the princes, and the priests. There are times when the one who fights the servants and works of God, he can recruit even religion. He can recruit even the politicians. He can recruit even the people. And when the dragon was angry against Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he declared war against him as he did against Jeremiah here. 
He recruited the politicians, King Herod and the governor Pilate. These were recruited. He also recruited the priests. He also recruited the religious people. I would love to say to the men of God and women of God and children of God in the earth, I am not for telling this, but I know that you will have battles in the world. And that is why the enemy recruited the people of Israel. And that is why it was written before in the Psalms. He says, why this tumult and vain thoughts among the peoples? And God mocks them and then rebukes them in his anger. He says, I have anointed my king on my holy mountain. The one who is in the heavens mocks the attacks against the men, women of God and works of God. He mocks them. These words must transmit to you faith. The Bible says he mocks them and then rebukes them in his anger. Listen to me well. Every attack of the enemy releases the heavenly anger. And this anger will be activated for an immediate intervention. I'm thinking about my brothers and sisters who in the earth uh, find themselves and attack and, the, and their works attack. And that is why God reacts. Every act of the enemy is going to lead to a victorious reaction of heaven. That's why the Bible says whoever touches you, touches the apple of my, of my eye. That is why I'm saying to people, do not attack the men and women of God and children of God. They are protected. That is why the Bible says, he who kills by the sword will die by the sword. He who leads into captivity will also be led into captivity. I would love that you may call upon anger against anger. It is a war of angers. When the enemy, the devil, attacks you, he is angry, he is not playing. So the Bible says the devil is roaring around you like a lion. He is angry, looking for whom to deliver, knowing that the same suffering is imposed to all your brothers around the world. He is angry, but we need to call anger against anger. Oh, yes. And that is why the apostles sustained the anger of the council of the Jews. They were threatened even to death. These were furious and wanted the apostles to perish. But the apostles did not withdraw from this battlefield, but they called upon the anger of God. You know yourself what is written in Acts chapter 4. It says, God, master of the heaven, earth, and of the sea, says, 
you know what they did to your servant they came together in this city after this gathering against Jesus they now came against the followers of Jesus and they felt the anger of the invisible warrior who knows how to mobilize all things against a person, against a work, against a project, against organization. But the apostles, they call upon the anger, call upon the anger. Oh yes, I am calling to the church to change their small prayers. Call the anger against your assailants. And that is why the apostles prayed and said, Lord, see their threats, see their anger, and give to your servants to preach with boldness in extending your hand that miracles and wonders may be done in the name of your holy servant Jesus. Because they were able to present the source of their wounds to God. And God, in the face of this threat, was angry because behind these threats, there was terrible powers. And the Bible says the place where they were gathered, they, the place was shaken. He knows how to make your enemies to shake. And that is why I say to you, the war is certain. But God will make them to shake. And that is why here, God is speaking to his servant. They will make, they will make war against you they will fight against you but they shall not prevail against you they will not prevail against you dear brother it's useless to create a coalition against the men and women of god they will make war against you but they will not defeat you what a word of a transmission of faith Jeremiah would have said all this number of enemies not one king kings, priests all these in the plural and the people of the land and he would have said I'm just a man alone and God says they will make war against you but they will not overcome you and this is our God. Our God. I would love that brothers and sisters who are going through times of war may receive the assurance of their victory through this message no matter where they are in the earth. And God transmitted this victory to his servant. He says, certainly they will make war against you, but they will not defeat you. And we can see that God is above the coalition. And the Lord knows the nature of the warrior in the world. The devil is a warrior who attacks all those 
Jesus knows that even the house that was built on revelation was not going to be exempt from attack. Jesus says the man who built the house on the rock that did not exempt that house from the floods and the winds, but the house remains stable, invincible. Hallelujah. There will be stones and stones that are going to blow. There will be cyclones that are going to blow from the invisible world in order to take you away. Like the cross was an invisible cyclone. Why do the nations rage? Why? vague thoughts among the people and the bible says he who sits in heaven mocks them and rebukes them in his anger the gods who were recruited by the enemies so that jesus may not come over the grave god shook these gods by sending an angel of lightning. The Bible says uh, that the earth shook. They are going to shake. God knows how to rebuke them. He knows how to make them to shake. Even ourselves also, when they attack us, we are also threatened and terrified like Israel was terrified when they were being pursued by Pharaoh and his army. There again, the preacher of faith was on the appointment and he said to Moses, say to the people to be still for the Egyptians that they see, they will not see again. He says to Jeremiah, they will make war against you, but they will not defeat you. The war is certain, but not the enemy's victory. This is the assurance that God is transmitting to Israel. Since I can see the Egyptians that you are seeing are terrifying you. They are making you to be afraid, but you will never see them again. And when God speaks something, he's going to act upon it. He spoke to Jeremiah and he acted upon it. God is true and his word is true. Because he spoke to his servant Jeremiah, it was like a simple thing. But he acted upon it and they could not prevail against him. God recruited a pagan king called Nebuchadnezzar and they de he, he deported the kings, the priests and the people for what they had done against the servant of God. This anger was against them. Yeah, I would love that you should put the anger of God not for a short term but for a long term on the enemies and on the national enemies of Jeremiah, there was anger 
for 70 years, anger was there. I would love that we should send the anger of God in the cities of the earth where the devil is fighting the people of the earth in pushing them to sin. It is only the anger of God that can deal with this. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. For I am, oh hallelujah, for I am with you. He is, he is, oh hallelujah. He is with those who are under attack. No, never alone. No, never alone. He said to his disciples, you will forsake me, but my father will not forsake me. Jesus, when he was attacked, he said, this is the hour of the power of darkness. They attacked him, but the father was there. I believe that Jesus could listen to this message that he already spoke to his ancestor, Jeremiah. And the anger of God in the year 70 of the times of Israel, God deported the, the priests, the kings, and the people of Israel, and the anger of, of God, as it was in the time of Jeremiah, was also on Israel because of Jesus. And for Jesus, it was in 1947 that the anger of God was ended. People of the earth do not awaken the anger of God by attacking the servants of God and the work of God. The servants of God are kept by the heavenly anger. This is the fortress of the servants of God. Receive it. Israel was protected by the heavenly anger. And God cleared the Red Sea and the army, the kings, and the people who were with Pharaoh. But says the Lord is a, is a man of war and he has made, he has triumphed gloriously. It is the anger of God that swallowed his adversaries. God has a great mouth in order to swallow his enemies. And the Red Sea was the mouth of God in order to swallow his enemies. It says when this corruptible body would have clothed in corruptibility, you are going to say, Oh, death, where is your sting? Death has been swallowed in the victory. The enemy army of Pharaoh wanted to erase Israel, but they were swallowed in the victory. The Red Sea was just a symbol of victory. I am calling upon the Red Sea over the enemies that are fighting you in the world, that are fighting against the church and against the servants of God, men and women. And that is why I'm saying to people, do not stand in the camp of their silence of the enemies 
or else you are going to be swallowed. As God said to his servant Jeremiah, they will make war against you, but they will not prevail against you. It is Jeremiah who defeated them and they were all deported and their kings and their leaders and their priests and their people by the anger of the defender of his servants and his people. He defends individuals. He also defends groups. And that is why Jesus advised the apostle Paul it says you, not, you cannot kick against the gods. It is difficult. Why? Because the church is protected. It says on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Certainly the gates of hell will attack the church but they will never prevail. Why? Because the founder is with them. The one who has called you is faithful. The one who called Jeremiah from his mother's womb is faithful. This word is valuable. I've given it to encourage the church and the people of the earth. God respects what is right on the earth. Do not attack the earth in its rights, no matter your power. Why? Because the devil does not respect those who are in their rights. The Bible says, Woe to the earth, because the dragon has come against you with great anger. The earth was given to people, mankind, and not to demons. And Satan is not happy with this, and therefore is filled with great anger. This is from Revelation 12. We will not read it. He was angry against the woman who was going to give birth. He says here, we see a red dragon, and we see that he mobilized one-third of the angels of God. And that is why you need to understand the exile of Jesus here in Africa. It was a heavenly high operation. Why? Because the dragon wanted to devour the child who was going to shepherd the nations. God, the devil used the herald in order to create the massacre of the babies all this in order to kill Jesus. But the Bible says the child who was born from the woman was taken up to the throne of God. Jesus found refuge in Africa because the throne of God was in Africa at this time in order to protect Jesus. There is no place where you can hide from the dragon. If the throne was not in Africa, Jesus would not be hidden in Africa. Why? Because the dragon could reach him at any time. That is why I say Africa, Africa. Oh, hallelujah. It is not the first time that Africa was a land of refuge. It was a land of refuge for Abraham, for Jacob. It was also now a land of refuge for Jesus himself. 
it was not just Herod that was fighting Jesus. Behind Herod, there was the dragon who wanted to devour Jesus. There is only the throne of God that can hide you. The Bible is clear that your life is hidden in Christ, in God. The child was lifted up to God. This is the only hiding place that the dragon cannot reach. Our time is short. We could speak about this refuge of Jesus in Egypt. God was with Jesus when he was under attack. He was attacked, but the international security of God said to Joseph, go and hide in Egypt until we finish this war. The war took almost four years. And the one who wanted to kill Jesus is the one who was killed. Hallelujah. Four years of war. There, there are wars. There are wars and wars of, of hundred days. But this is a war of four years. And Again, the angel appeared to Joseph and said, the, the one who wanted to kill the child is dead. And the angel said, now you can go back. And Jesus came and he grew. And after, after 30 years, he was again attacked. But the message even remained. They will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. And that is why he said when he was resurrected, he says, Behold, I was dead, and now I live forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and the gates of hell. Oh, hallelujah. They could not defeat him. He is alive. They could not defeat him. They didn't defeat him. That's why I said the war is certain, but not the enemy's victory. The, the one who overcame is the lion of the tribe of Judah. It was a war. I have said this so that you may believe the message of God in Jeremiah chapter 1, 18 to 19. They will fight against you. Allow me to run with time. Not only they made war against the child who was going to shepherd the nation, but the dragon was also angry against the woman who gave birth. That is why I said you need to pray for the intercessors, men and women, because they are also under the anger of the dragon. And the Bible says that the woman was given the wings of the great eagle. You who support the men and women of God in intercession, receive the wings of the great eagle. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Receive. Because the dragon is faster. But there are heavenly eagles who are faster than the dragon. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Michael is faster than the dragon. He runs faster. They, they were, and she was given the wings of the great eagle. Oh, hallelujah. Our time is shorter. And when he received 
the wings of the great eagle. And now the dragon was angry against Michael and his army. And he, and he says, because you saved the woman, now I'll declare war against you. And the Bible says there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought, and the dragon and his angels also fought, but they were strong, not stronger, and they were cast down. I say to the people of the earth, your enemies will be cast down. He was cast down, and the, the Bible says their place was no longer found in the heavens, and the Bible says now is the time of salvation and the authority of Christ. He attacks even angels. These are things that Christians do not or are not aware of. They are wars that the dragon makes in the universe. There is no way out of this war except the anger of God. And I have said to you in the past that when the dragon was put in a prison for 1,000 years, he kept a vengeance against the one who put him in prison. And when he came out, he fought the city of God and surrounded it as what we are hearing now in Ukraine. We see in the revelations that the dragon had gathered many in order to take the city of God do not take lightly the attacks of the enemy it is the product of the anger of Satan and when God saw this attack the dragon or the serpent rose against the camp of saints or the city of the beloved one but uh, the Bible says a fire came down from heaven and devoured all of them, including the devil who mobilized them. They were all thrown in fire. Never mobilized people against men and women of God. And the one who mobilized and those who mobilized all were thrown in fire. We send you fire against you who mobilize against men and women of God. There are people who want when they want to do evil against the men of God and the people of God, they begin to recruit by intoxicating people. Because you who intoxicate people and those who are intoxicated, you will all be thrown in the fire. It was the devil who gathered God and Mago, the four corners of the earth, mobilized them against God, but both those who were mobilized and the mobilizer were punished. Our time is short. You know that it was the religious rulers who mobilized everyone against Jesus and they made the crowd to shout, Crucify! Crucify Him! And the people shouted, Crucify Him! They even mobilized Pilate by manipulating him politically. They said to him, If you release this man, you will not be a friend of Caesar. And because of political reasons, 
Pilate who wanted to keep his relationship with the Roman crown, he condemned Jesus. Do not condemn Jesus. Do not condemn the innocent. If there was time, we would have gone back to Revelation 12. In Revelation 12, the dragon released again a river in order to drown the woman. The woman is given the wings of the great people and she disappears. But the Bible says the dragon went again to fight the posterity of the woman, those who keep the testimony of Christ. Oh, time is gone or else I have spoken to you that the wars of the earth they have a source and the Bible says woe to the earth for the dragon has come against you with great anger behind the wars of the earth the, the, the wars that the earth has seen the first and second wild war it was a product of the dragon Hitler is a product of the dragon and that is why we pray against these nuclear wars they are not from God it is not the will of God that blood must be shed on the earth it is the will of Satan Jesus came in order to keep the bloodshed of many there is a victory on the one who is making war on the earth when the angels sang glory to God in the highest and peace on earth they were seeing what Jesus was going to do to keep this earth if without Jesus there would be wild wars without end they come from the anger of the dragon when he wants to make war he mobilizes war we are praying that what is happening in Europe now may stop so that there may not be blood shed no and no the blood of Jesus was already shed our time is short it is the Lamb of God who stopped the butcher against the children of God in Egypt. It is the Lamb. It is the Lamb. They overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah and Hallelujah. It is the only thing that can stand between the dragon and the earth. Peace to the earth. Peace to Europe. Peace to Asia, peace to Africa, peace to America, peace to the islands by the land, by the land. When he was dying at the cross, our time is short. He thought not only of salvation, but he also thought of peace for which the angels sang glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. While his blood was being shed, he thought about so that all these uh, bloodshed that against peace may be stopped. I trust in the Lamb and in His blood. It is the only refuge for the people of the earth. 
because the dragon accuses the people of the earth because of their sins. He was accusing the brethren day and night, but that is the church. But he also accuses the people of the earth in order to create wars and massacres. But they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. And at the cross, Jesus said, Father, forgive them. That prayer is still effective on the earth so that they should not be massive death. Even pandemics will be ended by the Lamb. Oh, yes. Economic inflations will be stopped by the Lamb. It is the only refuge. They will make war against you and they will not defeat you for I am with you to deliver you. I am saying to the earth, the dragon will make war against you but he will never defeat mankind. Why? Because Jesus is on earth in order to deliver mankind. For God so loved the world. Go further in your preaching. God so loved. God loves the world for eternity and for the present time. And that is why I wish you peace. The will of God is that all should be saved and that we may live a quiet life. Peace to the earth. I am wishing you peace to the earth and eternity by the Lamb of God. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.